Asia-Pacific Currents. News and labour issues from the Asia-Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock. On Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. Good morning and welcome to Asia Pacific Currents for another Saturday morning here on Community Radio 3CR. It is Saturday the 26th of August. I'm Giselle Hanna and I'm taking you through to 9.30 this morning. Asia Pacific Currents is brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. You can find us on the web or the w's.aawl.org.au and we're also on Facebook so look us up on that social media platform. Over the last uh, number of weeks, we've been talking about the developments in <clears throat> Thai politics with the firstly the election of the Move Forward Party, then the failure of Move Forward to take power um, or rather their efforts to take power being thwarted uh, by a dodgy, dirty deal between the military junta, the military governing party and the Thai party, which is the uh, party of uh, former and ousted leader Thaksin Shinawatra uh, Thaksin. Um, today, and then in the last week, we, sh- we saw Thaksin return to Thailand and um, allegedly be arrested at the airport. In the second part of the show today, I'll be speaking with Junya Lek Impraset, who is the founder of an organisation called Act for Dem, Action for Democracy on Thailand. Uh, she is herself a Thai activist that is in self-imposed exile in uh, Finland. We'll be talking to her about these latest developments in Thai politics. But of course, first up, news from around the region. We're going to start in uh, in the Asia Pacific region, actually, uh, on Wednesday the twenty second. On Wednesday of last week, the twenty second Melanesian Spearhead Group Leaders Summit, the MSG, began in Port Vila in Vanuatu, attended by member states Papua New Guinea, the Solomon Islands, Fiji, and the FLNKS of New Caledonia. One of the key agenda items was the application for membership by the United Liberation Movement of West Papua. The ULM leader, Benny Wender, had expressed confidence as late as Thursday night that membership would be approved. But on Friday, the joint leaders held a press conference announcing that the matter would first be reviewed by the Pacific Islands Forum. Indonesia was also represented as an MSG associate member and vocally opposed West Papua's membership with the Indonesian delegates storming out when West Papua representatives were given a chance to address the summit. Australia and China also attended, with China being a key sponsor of the summit. The key issue that the MSG did rule on, opposing Japan's dumping of contaminated water into the sea, was rendered moot on Thursday when Japan commenced their release of Fukushima's wastewater into the Pacific. And in India, two workers have been killed in a factory explosion. Two workers were killed, while another was severely wounded in an explosion at a factory in Noida, Uttar Pradesh on Tuesday. The factory is run by United Drilling Tools, which manufactures oil drilling tools, and the factory where the incident occurred was responsible for spare parts. Workers were investigating a pressure pipe when it suddenly exploded. Three workers were taken into hospital and two have been declared dead shortly after. 
The third worker is still receiving treatment in hospital for life-threatening injuries. The families of the deceased workers have complained that the incident was most likely caused by poor maintenance and safety standards at the factory, and the Uttar Pradesh police have opened an investigation into the employer for culpable homicide. By India's own statistics, which only account for registered factories, three workers die each day in factories across across the country, with a further 11 per day injured. And in Myanmar, civil society groups are criticising last week's visit to Myanmar by a senior UN official responsible for emergency relief. They're saying that this visit legitimised the military regime. UN Undersecretary General Martin Griffiths spent three days in the country visiting the sites of recent flood and cyclone damage in an effort to guarantee the uninhabited, uninhibited flow of foreign aid to disaster sites. However, the military used the visit to create a sense of normalisation and the UN official was photographed shaking hands with the junta leader Min Ong Kyung. More than 500 civil society groups signed a petition calling for the UN to end their engagements with the military regime, pointing to the fact that many of the humanitarian disasters in Myanmar are a result of the military's violent suppression of opposition, including the bombing of villages, burning of homes and forced displacement of communities. In recent weeks, Malaysia and Thailand have been pushing for a normalisation of relations with the junta in the international community, while other ASEAN countries, such as Indonesia, continue to oppose this motion. And on Tuesday, the Cambodian National Assembly appointed the son of Prime Minister Hun Sen as the country's first new leader in 30 years. Hun Sen won an election last month that was widely seen as one of the least competitive since the end of the Khmer Rouge, with the main opposition party banned from running due to spelling mistakes in their registration forms. Cambodia has taken a strong authoritarian turn over the past decade that has included a general crackdown on the labour movement, most notably covered on this show through the imprisonment of the leaders of the Naga World campaign. The latest chapter in Cambodia's shift to dictatorial rule involves what is essentially the establishment of a dynasty. Hun Manet, the new Prime Minister, is not the only such dynastic appointment, with several senior members of government also standing down from the National Assembly to be replaced by their sons. Hun Sen is expected to continue governing behind the scenes. And in Thailand, Thaksin Shinawatra, who served as Thai president from 2001 to 2006, returned from a 17-year exile this week as his political party, Potai, formed a government. Shinawatra arrived on Tuesday as the Thai parliament confirmed Sreta Thavisin as the country's first non-military prime minister since the 2014 coup. While the Move Forward Party, a left-leaning conglomerate that includes the union movement, were the main victor from May's election that were blocked by military-appointed parliamentarians from forming a coalition government. Potai, which came second, have instead taken power after they agreed not to partner with Move Forward and instead formed a coalition with pro-junta and pro-monarchy factions. The party was founded by pa- Thaksin Shinawatra and his daughter, um, Potong Tan, um, and she's the official head of the party organisation. 
Shinawatra was taken directly from the airport to prison as he had been sentenced to eight years in absentia for corruption and tax evasion. It's believed his return is part of a deal brokered between Potai and the military and he will most likely not serve his sentence. And of course, there are developments on that in my interview with Junya Lakimpraset, which is coming up next. But our final story... Um, in news from around the region, uh, is from New Zealand, where the Banaban people, who originate from Banaba or Ocean Island, which is now part of Kiribati, are seeking an apology from the New Zealand government for their loss of land, culture, identity and language. In the early 1900s, the Banaban people were displaced from their homeland by the British Phosphate Company, which, through intensive mining, turned their island into a mostly deserted wasteland. The Banaban people were forcefully resettled on Rabi Island in Fiji. With decolonisation in the Pacific in the second half of the 20th century, found that neither Fiji nor Kiribati wanted to take up their cause. The representatives of the Banaban people are planning to make a petition to the New Zealand government, one of the main owners of the British Phosphate Company, for a formal apology. They see this as a beginning for a wider campaign for justice. The Banaban people unsuccessfully sued for royalties stemming from the mining of their island in the 70s, with the British courts ruling that they were not entitled to anything. And that concludes news from around the region, some community announcements and then our feature story for the morning. It will not address the deep underlying issues that still pervade Australian society. And that primary issue is white Australian racism. We've got a clear-cut case here of intentional genocide from the get-go, from the round table in England. The true history in this country isn't told. The government always say that they're committed to a truth-telling process. Well, where is your truth-telling process? I really believe that at the end of the day, the truth will emerge. You can't fight against the truth. It's, it's, a, it's an unstoppable force. It's indestructible. So deal with it. 3CR. Stay tuned. Stay radical. Serrated tussock is an noxious weed that has impacted our farmlands and environment across Victoria. Similar in appearance to many native tussock grasses, serrated tussock may go unnoticed in both pastures and native grasslands for many years. Victorian Serrated Tussock Working Party has assisted hundreds of landholders to control this noxious weed and they can assist you by offering a wide range of information and management options for controlling this weed of national significance. Visit serratedtussock.com for more information. A 3CR supporter. It is 11 minutes past nine o'clock here on Community Radio 3CR. Well, Junior Lek Yimproset is the founder of an organisation called Act for Dem, Action for Democracy on Thailand. I spoke to her last night about the recent developments in Thai politics and she starts here by explaining uh, what happened after the election. It's very clear that more of a since the past of the previous uh, term in the government, which they were the strongest opposition's voice, uh, there has been very kind of like one the only parties that 
questions the issue that related you know to the monarchies like the the budget they even call for like reducing of the budget and also about the article 112 they have a very kind like a clear presentations of how to amend it to the article 112 and they are also openly kind of like you know like go to help to bail out those political prisoners including the less majesty prisoners as well so because of that the monarchy knows that if allow the move forward parties to run the government many of pending you know power that they have uh, to ruling thailand since uh 1950s will somehow will be challenged and they don't want to do that like the king just enjoying his five years on the throne he doesn't want to be challenged and he doesn't want any political parties uh can have emotions about his power and or misuse of his power i understand the analysis of why the move forward party couldn't come to power i guess what i'm asking is what was the mechanism by which they prevented them from mm. coming did they disqualify the elected members or did a, a different deal get made we know that the um potai party has since made a deal with the military but did was that enough votes to outweigh move forward parties votes what what was the mechanism they just have a we call it super deal uh, with taxin uh, parties which like as you see that the taxin party doesn't come first so that the they were in the opposition party before so they joined their hands signing a memorandum of agreement together with move forward parties and other small parties they call memorandum of uh, agreement between eight political parties but we see from the beginning that taxing parties you know pure thai was not very kind like uh, work uh, strongly to make sure that memorandum of agreement to make sure that move forward party can form the government and it's become clear the the public has been questions that the way they play the politics for the past three months um it's clear now when taxin have returned to thailand like as you see it's a big news and the first thing he did after he returned to thailand is to bow you know to the image of the king and the queen uh and he allow himself to be uh, under prosecutions you know uh, at the same time there is also the Pertai party uh, forming a new government coalition and have a mem- have a statement that their coalition must not have move forward party as uh, a members and also will not touch less majesty law and will uphold the power of the monarchy above you know the as the uh, supreme power of the country as well so so it's really clear that Pertai parties in order to have a uh, taxing return to thailand i uh, have to join the hands with the former coup governments you know and also form forming the government with on of those problematic uh, parties that they also during the during the elections uh, openly attack those parties so so it's a dirty game just just in short it's a dirty game is because pure thai party uh making a deal with the former military coup governments uh, uh not to touch the monarchy in order to get the vote from the senate because the problem of thailand is that appointed senate which is 250 people 
have the power to vote the prime minister. And that is why the Move Forward Party cannot win this vote. But Pure Thai Party, with the backup of the monarchy, with the backup of the former military government, uh, who appointed these Senate make a deal and the Senate vote for him. So now Pure Thai government is officially passed, you know, the, the vote because of the monarchy and because of the Senate and because of the coup leaders' uh, support or agree with the deal. Speaking about Thaksin's party, we saw him return and he was arrested on arrival at the airport. This, this is Shinawatra, Thaksin Shinawatra. Can you explain that? Because that doesn't make sense. Do you think that the arrest was just a staged activity and in a few days we're going to see him released again? To be kind of like a correct toxin was not arrested <laughs> you know if you see the when the police arrest the like a political party you know, like the group that then they arrest them they handcuff them toxin was very much like you know like uh street is not not the same way like you know the police just like uh, escort him into the prison and at the middle of the night you know the helicopter come into the prisons and take him to uh the like you call it to the we call it VVIP room as the police hospitals claiming that he need emergency medical attentions and he is still there you know under the guard and then in the the most luxurious hospital rooms of the police hospital um so this is uh he was not arrested it was part of the deal and we can expect that uh, he will officially request for the pardon from the king and the king will approve. So he might be out in a, some, uh, in a few days or in just in a few months, but he doesn't spend uh, more than uh, 10 hours in the prisons. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's now also not in the prison. And how has the general population responded to these developments? I mean, they, in their majority, elected the Move Forward Party and then to have their um, the expression of their desires thwarted by these deals. Have there been protests in Thailand or has it been reasonably silent but from uh, the general population? The many lecturers people feeling so hurt. Uh, even before Taksin returns, even be, uh, when uh, Pure Thai Party like uh, they call it tearing the deals with the Move Forward Party, they protest by burning the lecturers, uh, by denouncing the Thai parties. Even uh, famous uh, politicians have openly, publicly uh, withdraw. Or, or what you call it, decide for a member of the uh, Pure Thai Party. So a lot of protests, in, uh, symbolically protests too, will be more uh, when there is uh, clear that Thaksin Party doesn't support any call for fundamental change, any call, you know, to fix this uh, problem that it's happened under this uh, monarchy influential, like the Les Majesty Law, about uh, um, uh, drafting of the pub, uh, new, you know, people constitutions. One of those uh, policies has been aiming to have uh, established you know, under the current uh, government 
Thailand refuse to touch that, or Thailand refuse to touch any of that, the protest will be growing. So he will definitely face with a number of popular protests more and more. It is to refuse to recognize the size of the public that to see the the real establishments of the democracies in Thailand. Yeah, but in some not already protesting, many people withdraw. Uh, or decide for become members of Pur Thai Party, including politicians, including of le uh, leading uh, political figures, and Pur Thai Party uh, is is uh, is already going on. Is the military junta using Les Majesta against the current protest? In fact, when was the last time there was an arrest under Les Majesta and the other suite of repressive? Every day. It's still, you know, yesterday they arrested 72-year-old uh, lectures for late majesty uh, crimes for speaking in the protest. So still now, every day there is protest. I think like uh, recently, like, you know, just during these uh, few months, about 24 people in the late court. And a, uh, a young activist was just sending to jails from speaking uh, at the public case. So... The arresting people for less majesty is not uh, stopped, it's continued and it's growing. Well, I guess the next obvious question is, and I, it will be hard to uh, discuss, but, you know, given the mm. level of oppression in Thailand and the level of election fraud and this dirty dealing in the elections that has thwarted the um, will of the masses, so to speak, do you think there is enough anger and enough momentum to really force a mass movement, an uprising almost, in response to what is happening? Will be different this time because Move Forward Party is not acting the same way of Toxin parties when time that they were kicked out by the yellow shirt or by the coup. Uh, if you see now that move forward party continue to rising their connections with the popular voters like the prime minister, the leader Tim Peters uh, just go everywhere, you know, to get with uh, the voters. So if there is the kind like the momentums. When it's clearly the uh, third high governments coalitions with the uh, um, uh, elite, uh, conservative, loyalist uh, mafia <laughs> generals uh, cannot cannot continue. Uh, move forward parties uh, will lead. Will be able to lead the uh, popular uprisings, and that will be huge. You know, followers. But I don't think. Uh, I think that they didn't do it now, you know, because they, we have to wait and see if the new, new government with these current coalitions, how far they can go in against, you know, the, the willing of the people to see changes. If they are literally uh, try to kick hard, well, there is a prediction that in order to make sure that the conservative uh, right-wing government can win in the next uh, four years, they have to eliminate move forward party. Does this mean they will have to rely on constitution court, uh, you know, to dissolve move forward parties? When in, that's it also another uh, spark, if move forward party again 
like uh, uh like the previous like you know uh, future for <laughs> the, the future parties uh be eliminated by constitution judge court the the people will i think they will not they will not silently accept that anymore and that will be also a push for move forward parties to really have to um use uh, popular uh, power to uh, organize the popular base protest against the government and against this uh, unjust uh, and very huge power that the monarchy has over the constitution court. I think they know that too, you know, they know that there, there will be some spark that it will come to the point that move forward party will not be able to accept this kind of uh, dirty game anymore. And that spark, one of that spark is to this the move forward party, which is not, uh, they would not do that carelessly if they don't want to challenge the people. Yeah. So in terms of will be in messy. Uh, the government won't be able to run properly. You know, the move forward will try uh, to get the 45 laws. Now they have now uh, 55 draft uh, of the laws, including labor relation acts. You know, several of the labor uh, protections and labor relation act, which has been like long need. You know, for for change. So if the attempt to try to push through these 45 uh, laws that related to lands, labor rights, uh, environmental you know, like. Uh, LGBTQ, you know, so if they they will not, they will stop, they will not be able to do anything, that would be on the side that uh, this government is not functioning anymore and move forward party, we have to decide that uh, there is no way they can do anything if it not function. And then the only power they have is uh, to be standing uh, with the popular uh, support, which is me in the popular uprisings. Well, Lek, the last time you and I spoke, you were a little bit hopeful that you might be able to return to Thailand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. That you might be able to return, not under the current government. No, it's so sad. You know, it's we were so hopeful. The whole country was so hopeful. As you can see, you know, the level of noise and then of the uh hope that the country have you know and three months you know in just three months this this killing everyone you know it is really stress everyone it stress me people because we realize that the monarchy is never going to accept you know the any any uh peaceful solutions you know and then we all know that is the monarchy who is a block even though in thailand they don't say it is it uh, first thing is that it's make us feel devastating. Yeah, the, that why you know they're so selfish. And secondly, we get sorted, uh, but at the same time we have to get back energy again. You know <laughs> that the battle is continuing, and, and it's been fifteen years, right, for many of us, non-stop battle with this like elite monarchies and the monarchy. And it cannot stop, and it's we don't know how long, you know. And so, so it's it's a big, it's a big cause, uh, a big political distress, uh, for for many of us, even for me too, you know. I've been, uh, super depressed 
about the situation that again we cannot rest again we have to continue fighting for democracy and when can we rest? when can thailand be lovely democracy for the people that was Lek, Junior Lek Yimpraset, the founder of Act for Dem, Action for Democracy on Thailand, speaking about the current developments in Thai politics with the return of Shinawatra Taksin to Thailand and his supposed arrest, but of course, most importantly, the inability for Move Forward to take power. It's 28 minutes past nine o'clock here on Community Radio 3CR and that does bring us to the end of another Asia-Pacific Currents for this morning. Uh, Coming up next is Palestine Remembered, but please stay tuned to 3CR for the rest of the weekend and we'll be back next Saturday with more news and current affairs from the Asia-Pacific region.